Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. I am your host, Alonda, and I'm so happy you chose to tune in today. This is episode number 18, 40 Fabulous Inferno. How was your week? Mine was pretty good. Um, last Sunday, I was able to get out with the mommy group. We went out to Hibachi. It was an excellent experience. It was an excellent group of ladies who came out. My homegirl, Sarita, she joined us. I introduced her to the mommy group a few months back, and she has since interacted with the individuals and came to a few events with me. And so the group leader really likes her and she extended an invite for her to join the main group. So I'm happy about that. Um, If you heard my podcast early on, I believe it was a bonus episode. I was speaking about how I had invited another young lady and that didn't work out at all. She has since been blocked from the Facebook group. So if you didn't hear that story, go back and listen to older episodes. <laughs> um, yesterday, I was able to get out the house for a couple of hours. I got a mani and a petty. My husband had gave me money to get that done. And um, I also had, um, I guess you could say it was a lunch or dinner, I guess an early dinner. Um, it was an awesome day. I, um, he had earlier that day, he had went to play golf with one of his homeboys that was here from out of town. And then when he got home, I went out and I found a salon and, um, it was the first time I've had a manicure in which they do like the hot wax massage so you put your hands in this bag of hot wax and then when it cools down the lady peels it off and then it's like real oily so they um you know give you a little hand massage or whatever and then finish up your manicure they also wrap like this hot towel around your hands and let that sit there. It was just so relaxing. And then they did the same thing with my pedicure, except for the hot wax part. So with the pedicure, you know, they did everything they usually do. And then they also did like a foot and leg massage and they wrap your leg in the hot towel or whatever. It was so relaxing. And then at the end, while you're letting your nails dry they turn on the massage chair because everything they do because I got a pedicure they also did the manicure while I was sitting in the um the spa chair so um at the end they turned on the chair and let me get a massage while my nails was drying and that was it and then the spot just so happens to be in the same parking lot as me and Shay's, um, one of me and Shay's favorite Mexican restaurants, and they have a drive through. So I had ordered some enchiladas and a lemonade, and I sat in the car and um, just was enjoying some peace and quiet and eating some of my food before I went home. So it was a good Sunday and an amazing week.
So I was just sitting here one day and I was just reflecting on my marriage so far. And I remember, um, matter of fact, the same day that Shay and I got married, we had stopped by his cousin's house and she had asked me if marriage felt different. And at the time, it really didn't feel different. I mean, we had just got married that day, so... I guess I didn't have time to feel different. And like I told you all how the day went, it was like, um, it was a little bit of a hassle. And then Nyla showed her butt in the courthouse. So I couldn't even take in like the vows that I was saying to him. But um, now, you know, I would say after the first week, I started feeling that different feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel happier than ever you know I feel loved and respected I think Shay and I both feel like you know we both are in kind of like that newlywed phase like we're just telling each other how much we love each other and how you're a good husband and I'm a good wife and all that stuff you know what I'm saying it's like I mean I, I don't know that a lot of married couples do that often. I don't know, but um, I know I didn't do that in a previous in my previous marriage. So it just feels different. I feel like we're as one. Um, it just feels better. That's what I'll say. So marriage is awesome. Y'all should try it with the right person. <laughs> So I was listening to my podcast one day on Spotify and a commercial had came up or I might not. I just was on Spotify. I think I was listening to another podcast. Anyway, a commercial had came up in which um, Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son and um, Larsa Pippen, um, Scotty Pippen's um ex-wife they have a podcast together and if you didn't know um they have been dating for some time now and of course there's been a lot of opinions about that I mean when I first heard it I was like I mean I I had some strong opinions I was like you know if she don't set her old dusty pussy ass down I just, all I could picture was her being in like the green room or whatever, wherever they be at after the games or around the games while, you know, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen was playing and then Juanita sitting there holding her baby boy, you know, and lost her ass up in a watching. And then now, all these years later, you sleeping with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had my opinions about it, but I went ahead and listened to the podcast. The podcast is called Separation Anxiety, which I thought that was corny as hell, too. It was Separation Anxiety because they get anxiety when they're not with each other. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) But I've actually listened to the podcast and I actually like it. I think I will continue to listen to it. I definitely understand where they're coming from. 
I um, love that they've cleared up a lot of the misconceptions that people have, including myself, about their relationship. And hey, he's in his 30s. She's in her late 40s. Um, They're mature, responsible adults. They really don't have to answer to anybody. And um, I think Larson was explaining, like, you know, her and Juanita wasn't friends. You know, like, in so many words, like, it, it wasn't like, you know, they was all, their family was all close and she was coming to his birthday parties. Like, they really, their family wasn't close like that. So, um, yeah, um, I'm not trying to promote anybody else's podcast on mine, <laughs> but... I would definitely check it out again. And if you had opinions about their relationship or whatever, you should check it out as well. So let's get into the news reports for today. Um, The reports that I have is basically updates on the ones that we spoke about last week. Um... First of all, Jonathan Majors has since filed a counterclaim against his ex. Um, So he alleges that he was actually the one being abused and not her. So if I'm not mistaken, an arrest warrant has been issued for the young lady. Not sure if um, she has been arrested as of yet. Um, But we will see how this all plays out. Um... If she was the one that was the aggressor, then she definitely should be the one that's receiving the backlash and getting the charges. Um, But of course, all of this is obviously going to play out in court. So we'll see what happens. Um, It kind of makes me think back about the Rihanna and the Chris Brown situation. Like, I was so upset when I saw what Chris Brown did to um, Rihanna and how badly her face was messed up or whatever, like, he whooped her ass. And for years, like, it just, you know, he received all this backlash for it, which rightfully so. But then he had did this Netflix special in which he had, had explained what went on. And come to find out, Rihanna was the aggressor and she kept hitting him she initiated the physical contact and then like all of a sudden he snapped and was hitting her back and don't get me wrong i don't condone a man hitting a woman um but i also don't think that a woman should be hitting a man either because despite what people may think a lot of women are stronger than men. There's women out here that's way bigger than men that can whoop men's ass. So to have this frame of mind that a man can't hit a woman, but a woman can hit a man, that's not true. And that's not, you know, cool. You know what I'm saying? So after I heard that, I was just like, why the fuck did he wait so long? to come out and say that I feel like he should have tried to clear his name and I really looked at the situation and Rihanna totally different um and his career and his reputation is still suffering to this day about 
a provoked incident. You know what I'm saying? So, but still, I don't know. I wasn't there. And Rihanna certainly didn't come out and try to dispute what um, he said. So that leads me to believe it's true. So that's why I hadn't, you know had any hard feelings against Chris Brown because I wouldn't say he's defending himself but I feel like they would both have been drinking allegedly and um he reacted to what she was doing to him so I don't know um but getting back to Jonathan Majors do what you gotta do file those charges because many men wouldn't do it um file those charges especially if um you want to clear your name you know what i'm saying and um i mean that doesn't change the fact that other women you've dated has came out to say that you also abused them but they didn't file any charges so i guess we can't worry about that at this moment but we'll see how it all plays out So the next news report I want to talk about is the Chicago mom and son that were arrested after the mom was beaten up in a fast food restaurant um, by a man um, for no reason. And um, Carlicia Hood, um, she sent her son a text to bring the gun inside and she instructed her son to shoot and kill the gentleman who had beat her up. And um, I personally thought that they were going to be charged and convicted for that because of the fact that they shot the man. He shot the man in the back and then followed him out of the restaurant and shot him to death. Um, and on video, you can hear the mom. They said you could hear the mom saying to shoot and kill him or whatever. So I just knew that they were going to be convicted. But surprisingly, they decided to drop the charges against them. After viewing the video that had been going around on social media, they decided not to file charges, which I believe that's a beautiful thing because I truly did not expect that. However, since then, Miss Hood has decided that she would like to sue the Chicago PD and the city. And she said that I've experienced pain in many ways that I would never have thought. What happened to me was totally unnecessary. Never in a million years would I have imagined being brutally attacked, beaten, and being arrested. Which I feel her 100%. That was a very unfortunate situation. I don't know what was wrong with that man. And I don't wish death on anybody. But I am glad that he's not around to abuse another woman. And the crazy part is that he had two young daughters. It looked like twin daughters. Um, And they're going to have to see if they have not already seen how um, their dad beat women and how he died because of it. So um, she would like to sue because um, she don't feel like she should have been arrested. And, you know, I kind of don't agree with that. Um, 
I just feel like anytime you shoot somebody, you have to expect that you're going to get locked up. Now, whether they decide to charge you or not, that's a different story. In her case, it worked out in her favor. Although she was arrested, she still is out now, her and her son. And now she's turning around and suing them. So, I mean, I I feel like in this case, she just needs to leave well enough alone. But y'all let me know what y'all think. Y'all can send me an email at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. Or send, excuse me, send me a DM on Instagram at letsmombitch. And let me know what you think. All right, so the next news report I would like to update you all on was about the gentleman who was killed after being sucked into an engine. He was a Delta Airlines employee. Um, Well, apparently they are saying that he committed suicide. A source states that he intentionally stepped in front of the engine as it was um, coming to the gate. Um, they spoke with his brother and they said he has attempted strange stuff before, but, um, nobody knew that he wanted to commit suicide. So they are stating that this was a suicide and I just feel like that's very unfortunate. Um, uh, prayers up to his family and friends, um, And anybody out there who is having a hard time with life, I ask that you seek some sort of counseling or speak to somebody that you trust and get the help that you need for yourself. But very unfortunate and very sad incident. And then the final one I want to speak about is the case where um, A.J. Owens was killed by the neighbor Susan, I want to say it's Lornick. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but um, she allegedly shot AJ through her door. She said that she feared for her life. Um, the family was hoping that she would be charged with murder. However, they have only charged her with one count of manslaughter with a firearm and one count of assault. However, she does face 30 years in prison for those charges. Um, I guess we'll wait and see what the outcome of this will be. It's a very unfortunate incident. Um, I definitely understand what AJ did. If the local racist was taunting at my children and throwing stuff at my children I absolutely would have went to her house and confronted her but now you have to think about things like that especially in states such as Florida where they have the stand your ground law all you have to do is fear for your life and you can shoot somebody and either get off or don't get a strong of a charge for it so um The family is upset. They were saying that if the tables was turned and this was a white lady that was shot, um, the black woman would have been in prison immediately. Apparently, it took four days for them to even lock Susan up. And the family also said that a black woman would have been charged with murder. And I'd have to agree with her. Um, They wouldn't even allow... 
a lady, I think her name was Marissa Alexander, back in 2012 in Jacksonville, Florida. Her husband was abusing her. It was a black woman. And all she did was shoot a warning shot in the air. And they ended up not allowing her to use the stand her ground, stand your ground law. And she was ended up convicted of, I want to say similar charges in which they're charging Susan for. And she ended up being sentenced to 20 years. She actually served a good bit of that sentence before they um, finally overturned her conviction. She was in prison and on house arrest for a while before her conviction was overturned. And she didn't even shoot the husband. She might as well have shot the husband for all of that. But she was a black lady and they wouldn't even allow her to use the stand or ground defense and she didn't even shoot the man. So now you mean to tell me that this lady who actually shot and killed somebody gets to use that defense? It seems racist to me. That's all I could say. But prayers up to the family of AJ Owens. I couldn't imagine what you're going through right now. And I just pray for at least some justice in this situation. All right, y'all, so let's get into the topic of today. You know, having kids after 40 has been an experience so far. Um, First of all, it was unexpected for me to get pregnant um, that late. Um, However, I know a lot of women are waiting until they're in their late 30s or 40s and 50s to have children. So I'm not the only one. I would say that I would have liked to have children younger um, just because of my energy level. I just felt like I'm a lot more tired than I probably would have been. Um, But I think that my children are benefiting more with me being an older mom because I wouldn't say that I was as responsible as I am now um, than I would have been younger. But I don't know, you know, children tend to change most people. So, hey, no matter what, I know both of my children would have been well taken care of but just mentally and physically having children um later in life can be a challenge um but i'm making it do what it do so my biggest thing about this podcast today is just speaking about my feelings on being a you know, an older mother. And um, I know I've spoken several times about, you know, different things I've been going through as far as anxiety and the bouts of postpartum depression after having Nyla. And then now it's just like the, you know, finding the correct job that will allow me to be more present in my children's lives and I think I've done that this new 
third shift work schedule has been amazing. It's been working out good. I love the fact that I'm able to have Nyla home. Um, I love that I'm able to spend the summer with the children. Um, I don't like the fact that I don't get to be in bed with my husband four nights a week, but I think it um, will all work out. It is working out so far because even if we were in the bed with each other, we're old. We fall asleep early. <laughs> so that 9 to 7 a.m. schedule is perfect. And as I said before, I have my weekends. I have Friday, Saturday, and Sundays off. So it's working out great. Um, I think my husband's in agreement with that. Um, I just hope that this um it just continues to be as smooth as it has been so um the title of this episode is 40s fabulous and Ferdo. one thing that i did find about myself and you know if there's some older ladies out there that can relate Feel free to send me an email and tell me about it at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. But I found that I became more fertile as I got older. I know that I mentioned before that um, I never had a regular menstrual cycle. Um, When I turned 12, I started my menstrual cycle and I didn't have another one for six months. And that pretty much was how my life went as far as my cycles. So, I mean, I might not have one for a year. I might have one or two a year. Um, The doctors used to try to put me on birth control to regulate my periods, but I knew I wanted to have kids and I knew that if you were on birth control for many years, especially starting at 12, that it would probably be extremely hard for you to get pregnant. Um, At least that's what I've heard from other individuals who were on birth control for years. It was harder for them to get pregnant. So I didn't want that. And um, like I said, just naturally, as I got older, once I turned, got into my 30s, I started having a cycle every other month. And that's how I ended up getting pregnant with Tristan. So I've been hearing a lot about women, you know, as they get older, becoming more um, fertile, their cycles regulating and all of that. And then also with my weight loss from the weight loss surgery, um, a lot of times women cannot get pregnant because um, their size is keeping them from from conceiving. So um, after I lost all that weight, once I hit the 100 pound mark, I found out that I was pregnant. So it's a lot of contributing factors to fertility and age and weight and all that stuff. So with that being said, it's, it's, it's just, you know, a lot of older women are, are becoming more fertile. And then a lot of 
older women in general are deciding to wait and have kids in their 40s and 50s, um, whether they have frozen their eggs and decided to get IVF or decided to use a sperm donor or to use a surrogate to have children, you know, once they have established their careers or feel like they want to slow down a little bit or whatever, then they're deciding to have kids. Look at Holly Berry, who had kids into her 40s, and Janet Jackson was 50, I believe, when she had her baby. So, hey, whatever floats your boat. Um, They got to live their lives and have their careers and do everything they wanted to do. And then finally they said, hey, let me have a child. So... I would imagine that that has fulfilled them in their life. So all good things. You know, I've had a pretty good life so far. Um, You know, life is not ever going to be without ups and downs and trials and tribulations. There was definitely some things that went on in my life that was not good, but um, you live and you learn and you live to see another day. And I will say that my 40th decade has been amazing so far. It's been a lot of um, major changes in my life, but a lot more happiness than I've ever experienced. I'm happily married, um, a happy mother, and my career is going good, and it's just more stability, and, you know, I'm really enjoying my 40th decade, and I, I hope that I'm able to be happy and enjoy life for many, many more years to come. I have so much stuff that I want to do for myself and with my family, my husband, and I just look forward to those experiences. One of the things that I've been thinking about doing is creating a bucket list. Um, I really feel like I need to create it and start working towards it because um, there's a lot of big things that I want to include in that bucket list and I need to make time to do that. Um, One of the things, and I was speaking to my husband about it um, the other day, um, I would like on one of our anniversaries for us to drive across across country like rent us a luxury vehicle like a Range Rover or something like that and just drive across country and drop that vehicle off and fly back because once I make the drive I don't want (laughs) to drive back but you know with us being able to stop at different locations that we've always wanted to visit like maybe the Grand Canyon or Yellowstone National Park or wherever, just to stop and to sightsee and to party or do whatever we want to do while enjoying the road trip. So I think that's one major thing that I would like to put on the bucket list. Another thing that I would like to go on there is a vacation to Dubai. Like for whatever reason, I've been wanting to get to Dubai. So I think that would be awesome. Also a vacation to Paris, 
Um, I would like to take pictures in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, it's just so much stuff that I can think of that I would like to do. And I would love to do them with my husband and some of them with my kids as well. I think that they will benefit from those experiences early on. They don't have to wait until they're old like us to to get get it done. So I just look forward to, you know, um, fulfilling the bucket list and to sharing that experience with you all. And as you all can hear, Nyla woke up. She's in the background, but um, I don't plan to hold you all long today. I just wanted to talk about life and being in my 40s and motherhood and all that good stuff so so I just want to say that I recorded this episode in different periods um it's been a lot going on so um it's actually late today is Tuesday the 4th of July um I don't really celebrate the 4th of July for various reasons um I mean you know I'm I regardless of what the meaning of each holiday is I generally just go with the flow and celebrate the commercial portion of the holiday so usually on holidays like the 4th of July I would you know cook out and all that stuff but for years I haven't done that because my father had passed away on the 4th of July and he died as a result of a car accident the day before him and his homeboy was drunk his homeboy ran the red light and my father was thrown from the vehicle and um i just want to take this moment to say you know it's all right to turn up it's all right to get drunk have a good time but get a uber get a cab have a designated driver walk do not get behind that wheel and put your life or the lives of other people in danger um if you're gonna drink don't go out to the club do it at home have fun at a friend's house spend the night there like it's not worth your life and the lives of others for you to be out there like that i hate that my father's not here i hate that he never got to meet his grandchildren i know he would love them and they would love him i hate that he hasn't been able to meet my husband like i miss him so much a girl having their father in their life is very important he's we didn't have each other in our lives initially um he was in prison and you know all that stuff and then i only had him for a few years before he died so um he's missed so much and he's gone unnecessarily so i just want to put it out there i hope everybody has an amazing holiday and just don't drink and drive um have a good time but have a good time in a safe way um with that being said i would like to get into fishbowl combo and then wrap things up i think i'm gonna just do two questions for the day um before i do that i do want to say that i think it's gonna be a thing where every 10th episode i'm gonna take a two to three week break to regroup so this is episode number 18 after episode 20 
Um, we are going to take a few week break. So just please keep that in mind. And as I said, I'm going to regroup. I do want to do more, um, make more moves to um, have this podcast on video for every episode. This episode will not be on video. It will not be on YouTube, but I may do a bonus episode on video sometime before the week is out. We shall see. Just, um, stay tuned. You can check out my, um, Instagram page at let's mom bitch. You can send me an email at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. I also created a public group on Facebook called Let's Mom Bitch. So check it out and hit me up. And I will be sure to get back to you. Um, So let's get to the first question. And it says, what do you think would the world will be like 20 years in the future? Um, as far as technology, I think it will be very much advanced. I think that we are continuing to move towards a, you know, social media, electronics type of world. Um, I don't think that there would be a lot that's still going on with pencil and paper and books and stuff, which I kind of think that's unfortunate. I mean, I'm all for ebooks and stuff, but I also like to like touch and feel a book. You know what I'm saying? So um, that could be good and bad. Um, I don't see it promising as far as the crime goes. I think that this generation of kids are so bad. Um, it's just too much stuff going on. So hopefully it'll be a turnaround and things will be good for um, my children. The only thing I can do is pray about that. Um, question number two. If you had to pick one, skydiving, bungee jumping, or scuba diving, which would you do? So spontaneous me would love to try all three, but older, full of anxiety me is scared to do any of them. But I actually would think the safer one could be bungee jumping. If it's like a controlled environment type bungee jumping, like um, at amusement parks, they'll have like the bungee jumping thing. And then at the bottom, it's, um, a net or whatever. I think that I would do that type of bungee jumping, but not off a cliff or anything like that. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I cannot leave you all without the affirmation of today. Um, and that affirmation is I will speak positive words and think positive thoughts, no matter the situation. With that being said, I thank you all t for tuning in to this week's episode of Let's Mom Bitch. Again, you can email me at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. You can send me a D DM on Instagram at Let's Mom Bitch. Again, I have a Facebook group at Let's Mom Bitch. And I also have a YouTube channel at Let's Mom Bitch. The YouTube channel is mostly my bonus episodes, but I did do 
um, an episode with my husband. Last week's episode was available on all your podcast streaming platforms as well as YouTube. So check me out, like, share, and subscribe. And I will talk to you all again next week. Bye.